Welcome back to Dice Situations, everyone. I'm your DM, Ryan, joined by my Chaos crew. Richard, playing Theo Justice. Mark, playing Glebnor. Uh, Harvard, playing Toluga. All right, boys. So, uh, let's get a, um, a little recap on our last episode. Last one, pretty juicy. Had some fun stuff. Last time on Dicey Situations. The gang found themselves accosted by a pair of children of the Briar, small, thorn-covered fey creatures. Combat ensued as the Briarkin attempted to tangle up Glebnor and Toluga in magic vines. After a thrashing from Glebnor's new hammer, some crossbow bolts from Theo, and a delicious fish taco from Toluga, the Briar children relented and offered to guide everyone through the twisting forest. Pretty much immediately they betrayed the gang, leading them into some quicksand and making their way off into the bramble. A nat 20 led to Glebnor forming a perfect ladder, allowing Theo to get a look at their surroundings and spotting a cobblestone staircase leading to high ground away from the Barstuck paths. As Toluga began climbing the steps, they quickly began shifting and changing into a cobble swarm. The boys were able to easily fight off the cursed brick steps and find their way to the abandoned ranger cabin. As Theo investigated the baseboards of the shack, he discovered a hidden entrance to a basement artificer workshop and sifting through diagrams in an old journal, Theo has discovered a former hideout of his sister Ellie. And now, we're going to start our session 10 years ago, in the favelas north of the Steel Toe Scrapyard. We can see, pushing her way through the crowded streets, a tall, young human woman. She has dark brown hair pulled into a messy bun, which is held up by a pair of artificer goggles that she wears on her forehead. She has these piercing blue eyes with deep dark circles under them from lack of sleep, and right now, most of her face is covered by a burgundy-colored bandana. And as tired as she looks, she moves confidently and quickly through the crowd of dragonborn and cobalt artisans in this section of the city. She's wearing simple black patchwork leather armor, but you can see that she's fashioned a dread steel pauldron that she wears on her right shoulder. This bl uh, blackened piece of armor seems to be a scrapped vehicle's fender. And uh, she has a large hunting crossbow on her back, and it's clinging tightly to a map case that she's holding under her arm. You can see, as she pushes away through the crowded streets of Tidegol, she makes her way to a small hovel cut into the metal, skeletal structure of the city. As she approaches the door, you can see her trace an arcane sigil in the air, which dispels her alarm spell. Uh, and as she pulls down her bandana and makes her way into the room, uh, Rich, what does a young Theo Justice look like waiting inside for her? Uh, Theo's probably... Just got messy hair, you know, watching and listening to radio, watching TV, whatever the stuff is there. Just isn't there no electronics in this world? Oh, at this point, yeah, there is no like, <laughs> yeah, we'll say there's a um, there's like a minor illusion of a goofy cartoon just like on repeat, <laughs> like against right. like a block of wall. Outside playing jacks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just you know. Yeah, you're pushing a, a hoop and a stick around. Yeah, <laughs> in a a can. <laughs> yeah he's just, uh, you know, 15-year-old kid. Uh, got, like, no stubble on his face or anything. Just clean cut, brown hair, blue eyes. Just a kid. Yeah, and uh, you see, um, as your sister Ellie kind of uh, pushes into the room, um, she's just like, oh, uh, Theo, um, good, you're here already. Um Hey, uh, listen, come sit down. And she uh, brings okay. you over to this like little kind of beat down couch. Um, she's like, you shouldn't uh, 
stop watching this crap. And she uh, dismisses the uh, minor illusion. <sighs> this is getting to the good part for the 800th time. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, um, but uh, hey, but I'm... Listen, I just uh, came back from talking to Yarno. Um, and he's going to he's gonna keep an eye on you for a couple of days. Um, well, why a couple of days? I just, I got, um, uh, he gave me a map that we've been looking for for a while. And I think I'm just going to need a couple days uh, scout. I'll be back. I'm going right near the mountain. Won't be but a few days and I'll be back. I promise. All right. I mean, is he paying you well at least? Um, this one's kind of a personal project, but, um, I gave him money up front, so he'll be taking care of you. Um, he said he has kind of like grunt work for you if you want to head down there and make a little coin while I'm gone. Well, it'll keep my mind off of just sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, I know that Tidal isn't like the funnest place, but it, it'll be fine. You can, when I first started working for Yarno, I, um, you know, just took grease off of old dread tech. It's, it's not that bad of a gig. Well, that sounds Gross, but it, yeah, I mean, no. You know. Hey, um, while I'm gone, um, no going downstairs. You see, she uh, looks up and kind of motions toward the closet. Fine. Um, but yeah, I um, it'll just be a few days, I promise. All right. Well, be careful, because you gotta come back. Yeah. No, of course. Here, um, I gotta come back for this. You can hold on if you're being. To hold on to it for for now, uh, and you see she uh, takes like a metallic bracer off of her arm that has a like uh, folded in shield kind of circle in the center, uh, and puts it around your arm and clasps it tight. Oh, I love this thing! Yeah, it's sick. It's one of my best work. I'm not gonna lie. So don't break it or lose it while I'm gone. I promise. Weak tops. I mean, I'm gonna play with it. So I mean, okay. Well, okay. Just. You'll be fine. Yeah, so will you. Yeah. And uh, hugs are real tight. Um, but we're now going to cut back to right now. You are standing in this basement. You've just taken five points of emotional damage. And um, yeah, uh, we're in the basement here of this ranger hut. It's a clearly an artificer workshop. Um, and you're sta- staring down at these blueprints where you have all of the pieces of this weapon laid out now. Uh, what are uh, Toluga and Glebnor doing right now? So you kind of see your, your buddy is just kind of froze up. Okay. Right off the rip. We're just going <laughs> to right off the rip. Well, he went down a flight of stairs, if I'm not mistaken. He did, yes. Yeah. He, it was like a secret compartment in the uh, top level that went down. Yeah, Secret compartment. I'm going to check this thing out. Mm-hmm. Daddy, you coming? Son, let's go. Um, and I guess we'll do like a fresh round of perception or investigation checks while you guys are down here. Um, you can definitely tell no one's been down here in a while. The air is just kind of heavy and thick. There's dust kind of coating most of the stuff in here. That's an eight. That's beautiful. Okay, great. 19. 19, okay. 22. 22. Okay. Glebnor? You're like, sick, a room under a room. That's about <laughs> as much as you have processed at All this right. point. Um. I'll say, uh, Theo, you, as you're looking down at these diagrams and you're flipping crazy through this journal, uh, you read the last entry, which kind of clued you in that she had come out here and had to kind of abandon whatever she was looking for out here. Um, well, the 22, I will say, as you're kind of going through everything and you're 
kind of uh, pushing aside um, some of these old books have been here clearly for a long time and are kind of falling apart in your hand as you push through them but you see uh, a toolbox in the corner um, and as you go and with a 22 as you go and approach this toolbox you will notice that there is a symbol on the toolbox in the front uh, the symbol looks like a wrench uh, crossed with a sword um, and I will say with a 22 uh, you uh, flip over your bracer that uh, you wear and that symbol is etched into the bracer as well uh, but if you if you as you flip open the uh, toolbox uh, this is a set of tinkerers tools you can add to your inventory nice um, you two over here uh, Toluga you got a, a 18 right 19 19 <laughs> okay sorry I want to steal your voice I'm not going to do it I'm going to backtrack Step I'm not doing it <laughs> it's fine Eventually, you'll see your brother again. I can, get, I can cruise right back into it. Um, so with a 19, you look over and you can see that um, there are these, like, uh, draped over uh, parts of the workshop, uh, just like big sheets. And as you pull them down, uh, you can see that uh, there is a, like, cylinder on the center of one of these tables. And inside of this cylinder is what looks to be a, like, mechanical centipede. Uh, it looks like old and still covered in dirt, uh, but it's almost like in like a large like test tube. Um, with, as you kind of pull it back, uh, you guys all just see this like strange old piece of Dreadforge tech inside of this uh, little cylinder. Uh, what you guys like to do? Is there like a lid? Can I like pop it open? Yeah, you want to pop it open? I'd like to pop it open. <laughs> okay. Father, once you pop, you can't stop. Curiosity, son. How else do the greatest minds learn? We um, are pretty great minds, aren't we? The best. <laughs> As you say that. <laughs> As you... Uh, are, where is everyone standing in the room? Let me uh, let me ask that, I guess. Uh, I say the room is about maybe 10, 15 feet of... Uh, you know, it's across, I guess. Um... I'll say the workbench that you're at, Theo, would be on the opposite side of the so room. So, yeah, where's the workbench in position to the stairs and also this cylinder that Daddy's futzing with? So, as you would come down the stairs, um, like, directly across the room is the workbench that Theo's at. Uh, but in the, like, right corner, if you, like, had come down the stairs and turned your head right, uh, you would have seen that that is where uh, this sheet was that he pulled apart. And there was this little cylinder chilling there. So, I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. Just, like, taking it in because I was like, ooh, a room under a room. Okay, can I actually uh, have everybody make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw? Well, that's a nat 20 for 25. Dope. It's a nat 20 for 23. <laughs> that's a 19. Oh, my lord. Um, Fuck your centipede. Okay. Uh, you can see as this creature, as you open up the tank, this creature hums to life. Uh, and the centipede, as you kind of like go to like let go of the tank... Uh, you see electrical energy sparking all around it the second it hit air essentially uh, this creature drops to the ground and lets off a lightning flare Glebnor with your nat 20 you immediately big flat and absorb a part of it uh, Theo you're right with the nat 20 you dive right behind Glebnor <laughs> you don't get hit by this um, and you're so you're right there you were holding it so you're the closest but even you're so swift you dart up off the ground before the electrical flare can hit you as hard um, you are, are going to still take half damage. Uh, that is going to be seven on a, on, a, on a success. So you're going to take seven lightning damage. Um, and then you see this thing is going to start trying to burrow into the ground. What would you guys like to do? 
You hurt daddy! You hurt me? Uh, and you can see this like metallic creature. It like it has these like big mandibles that are like chewing into the ground as it's like writhing and spitting and trying to like get down there. Uh, you're gonna try to grab it? <laughs> oh, you're gonna hammer it? <laughs> Wait, son, I grab it. Okay, give me an athletics check. Can I hammer it once you have it in your hands, daddy? Yes. Theo, what are you up to? I mean, I'm still hurt from the battles earlier, so I'm like taking that. I'm just kind of sitting on the ground and probably doing a second wind. <laughs> Theo immediately sits down and is like, I'm going to just sit this out for one second. Um, yeah, so athletics check from Toluga. Six. Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, this thing. Immediately, you feel your hands almost get like serrated because there's so much sharp metal on this thing. It's covered in dirt and grime and it kind of starts pushing away from you. Uh, Glebnor, what are you doing, buddy? Got it, son. Got it. Go ahead. It's clobbering time. Let's go for it. Does a 19 hit? 19 does hit. Actually, 24. 24 definitely hits. Seven damage. Oh, four okay. bludgeoning, three acid. Okay, perfect. Does he get sneak attack since he's next to Ooh, that's a good question. You do get sneak attack because you guys did describe yourselves as being pretty close. That's an additional four. Okay. So what was your total there then? Eleven. Wait, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, eleven. I know math. (laughs) This thing is still up. I'm going to need everyone to go ahead and roll initiative. Eight. Okay. Respectable. Five. Okay. Not as respectable, but close. Twenty-one. That's respectable. Very respectable. Makes sense. I'm sitting on the floor. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take me a bit to get in. He's crisscross applesauce. He's going to get up. <laughs> Just taking deep breaths. Uh, Toluga, that will be your turn. Uh, how many machines have I seen in my life? Um, we live in one. I was going to say. You, but that's dead. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time you've seen a like piece of machinery move on its own. What the? <laughs> yeah. It's the first time, like, you know, you guys are living 700 years after this massive uh, robotic event. <laughs> but they're, most of the stuff you've seen like, in the scrapyard and, like, you know, weaponry and such, it's just machinery. It's not um, living. Um, but this old piece of tech looks like it is, like, trying to barrel the fuck away from you guys. So it, it can't see anything I'm doing? Okay. Uh, yeah, its mandibles are now, like, chomping through the ground trying to get away. Even though it's just called what? bonked with a hammer? Yeah, I'll say you, you kind of, like, um, like whack-a-mole it. <laughs> so the tail of the centipede's kind of broken and kind of scrapped. It doesn't look great after a big bonking from that hammer, but it is still trying to escape. Would, would it be an action if I grab for a taco and see if I could interest this machine in a fish taco? Okay, so I'm going to need persuasion check, I guess. Or animal handling? Depend- no, we're going persuasion because animal it's not an animal, it's a robot. <laughs> oh. Alright. That's a 19. Okay. Uh with a 19, it does stop for a second to notice that you're trying to like feed it something. Um it doesn't eat tacos, so even with the 19, it's just kind of taking a moment to look at you. Um it's paying attention to you now. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Anything with your bonus action. <laughs> I want to try to make it my friend. Okay, that's very cute. Um, nigh impossible. Uh, give me a uh, give me a straight luck check. I need a net twenty. I don't like that you're already collecting little creatures. Well, that's four. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> uh, that's going to be this thing's turn, which is then going to try to bite you. <laughs> fair. Uh, that's fair. Hold on here. Uh, so this thing leaps up. Uh, it's going to hit you on an 
24. Yeah, yeah, that hits. Uh, you are going to take five piercing damage and three lightning damage as this thing uh, turns around, like pushes right past the taco and just bites into your leg. You start kind of shaking it around as there's like this little mechanical centipede just burrowing into your like your thigh now. Son, first you hurt daddy, then you insult me, ma, ma, mean, plu, plu, pleans, tacos, then you hurt daddy again. It's clobbering time. It is also your turn. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> does a 23 hit? A 23 does hit. Oh, you fucking clobbered. Six bludgeoning, three acid. Uh, describe how you destroy it. Nine. <laughs> so I suck the hammer back into my body mm-hmm. cavity, shoot it out the back of my body cavity, and then it rides up the top and around the front and just <laughs> fucking carnival game. Yeah. Uh, that sound happens as screws and bolts and nuts fly out of this thing. Everyone make a quick deck save for me or an acrobatics check. Um, as, yeah, you just, like, a carnival game, this thing Deck save or acrobatics? Whatever one's higher for you. Okay, I'm gonna do the acrobatics. Acrobatics 16. Oh, okay. Uh, deck save of 10. Okay. 21. Um, okay. Athletics. Um, or acrobatics, sorry. <laughs> Theo, you just poke your head around Glebnor to see what's happening. You just get wailed in the face with <laughs> melted bolts. Uh, God damn you're it! You're take uh, four bludgeoning damage as uh, these pieces and screws just kind of smash into you. Uh, this thing is dead, though. We're out of combat. Well, son. Victor, come the spoils. Let's loot this thing. What'd it have? Uh, yeah, I guess give me um. It looks like that shit that Yarno keeps around, but alive. It's kind of cool. I want one. I know. It's really cool. By the way, I whip Bricky out. The, uh, the cobblestone the brick. The cobblestone brick. Okay. Son, uh, in this moment, uh, we're going to teach each other about responsibility. Joy! This, this is our new pet, Cobbler. <gasps> cobbler! I love him. Uh, yeah, you look down at a little uh, piece of enchanted brick. Uh, it blinks up at you with its one unsettling eye. And you turn it around and there's just a sharp uh, jutting spike from the bottom. You're not sure where the mouth is on this thing, but you know it did eat some of the taco, and it is currently sitting in a taco shell. I'll cherish him forever, father. Good. Bricky. It's a lot of responsibility taking care it, of something. It just looks up at you and just continues blinking. Father, may I have one taco, please? You may. I pull out another taco. Okay. Right. You gotta give me a luck check. Oh, this, right, right. Come on. I want to see what kind of taco you're getting. Ooh, that's two. Oh, that's a bad taco. You go to pull out a taco, and you can see that your mom has packed you like the fantasy equivalent of like a Nutrigrain bar, but it's all crushed up. And as you open opening it, just all of those crumbs are just all over the inside of the bag of oh, holding. Oh, oh, jeez. I'm gonna turn one of my pseudopods into like a scoop. Okay. Scoop up my Nutrigrain, <laughs> and I gently uh, dump no. it into the brick. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Uh, you see the brick looks up at you with its weird blinking eye. Um, Mark, give me a uh, like a wisdom saving throw. Ugh. It's a one. <laughs> Was that a two minus one? Yes. <laughs> uh, you look into this creature, and as its eye blinks rhythmically at you, you can't stop staring at it. And then, like, 
you're just transfixed. And then as you kind of shake your eye away, uh, it's eaten all the crumbs out of your pseudopod, but you still don't know where the fuck the mouth was. <laughs> I think he likes me, daddy. Okay, we'll take care of him together. Of course. Can I keep him? Yes, you may. Not inside you. <laughs> yeah, you can see Bricky kind of fucking just kind of trying to Living wriggle away. can't breathe inside you. I can because I'm special. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. Uh, shall we keep him in the bag? I think he liked it in the bag, actually. I'm gonna I open the bag. The Perfect. In the bag. I pat him. Good night. Yeah, it just blinks at you. Um, you notice now it has like a little kind of like stone eyebrow you didn't notice before, so it kind of makes like a uh, face. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you guys look over. Theo is just like beat up, sad, and covered in nuts and bolt wounds. <laughs> just rubbing his forehead after it got hit. <sighs> to be fair, I'm down to two health. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Okay, should yeah. we take a nap? Well, I still want to see. I want to gather these bug parts. Oh yes, bug parts. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me everyone. Give me an investigation or perception check. Seven, six, fifteen. Whoa. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, Toluga, as uh, you and Thea are kind of beat up, you're kind of just kicking through it. This thing like didn't have like scrappable stuff on it. It really is just like a hunk of like dead metal at this point. But uh, Glebnor, you notice that on the table that uh, this cylinder was on. There's a small, like, artificer, like, talk box that, like, it's like a recording device. Uh, like a talk boy? Yeah, kind of. Let's you record Credit a... card? No problem. <laughs> let's you record a short message. Um, so, yeah, you notice there is a little, like, artificer device with, like, you know, just a little button, record button on the side. What's this thing? No idea. It's got a button. Should we press it? Okay. Do you yeah. yeah. 100%. You gotta press it. Eleanor Justice, field report, uh, 12th day of summer, 691 AU. Uh, recovered DFT specimen 101, designation bronze scout. Uh, specimen DFH fragment proves insufficient for power transfer to prototype version 3.7. I, I really thought I had something here. Uh, no choice but to seek alternate power sources in the Great Valley. Hopefully I can find the Dreadforge tech I need to power this damn thing. Uh, FR diagram 2.3 viability still incompatible with available data. What the hell were you building, Dad? And it cuts off. What the f was that? Does that voice sound exactly like Theo remembers? A hundred percent. Can 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 I have that? <laughs> Theo takes it uh, and goes over to where his notes are and starts looking for any mention of that alternate power source. If perfect, there was anything yeah. in the notes. So you have her journal and also your own. So as you kind of um, lay them out, give me an investigation check with advantage. Um, and I'll say you can throw a little D4 on that bad boy. I touch him on the shoulder. Theos, are you okay? That's I a give nat 20, and I didn't no. even need the advantage. That was a nat 20? Yeah, without the advantage. Bruh. <laughs> I want my guidance back. <laughs> <laughs> he's got <kind of> fucking tabbed. <laughs> yeah, you let go to give him guidance, kind of pushes your hand away as he's furiously <laughs> going through all these notes and diagrams. Um, you can tell actually here i wasn't expecting a nat 20 on this let me pull up my notes again real quick um you can tell that um 12th day of summer 691 au you know that that means that that was she must have recorded this maybe a couple months after she left mm -hmm. 
Um, you know that with a nat 20, I'm going to give you what all these little designations mean. Um, AU, after Uprising. Mm -hmm. um, so 691 years since Uprising. Mm -hmm. um, DFT specimen, uh, Dreadforge tech. Okay. Um, and then DFH, you don't recognize in your cipher of notes, but as you look into hers, you can see that it stands for Dreadforge heart. Um, so it seems that this creature didn't have a strong enough Dreadforge heart to power the weapon that she's building. So it looks that she's could. And you can also tell because of you know her notes from the last session saying how the mud was too thick. Mm -hmm. She clearly come out here during the summer months, hoping in the dry season to dig through the bog to find old tech that maybe no one has scrapped before, uh, but was unsuccessful. This was the only thing she found out there, uh, and it didn't have a power source. Uh, strong enough to complete her weapon and that she must have head to the Great Valley to seek help elsewhere. Taluga? Glebnor? This is all my sister stuff. You have a sister? I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about her some other time. Okay. Um, but she left to find some stuff and she was supposed to come back but never did. Um, How long ago was that? Uh, ten years ago. I think she's late, Dad. Yeah, that's that's very late, very. She went to get milk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's milk? <laughs> um, yeah. Do you think Ellie's a smoker? Did she go to get cigarettes and never come back? <laughs> she probably was. I will add that Steel to my notes. Soup with his ball glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of a ball glove, it's a fucking just artificer shield fucking <laughs> gauntlet. <laughs> just shink. <laughs> yeah. Shink. She said she'd be right back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I think Theo just kind of tries to explain it, but in a horrible way of like, you know, the different uh, machines and stuff that I'm building and that she was building as well. And it probably goes right over you guys' head. Cool, Theo. I'm happy for you. This is great <laughs> news. I'm so proud. Sidebar, Dad. Sidebar. <laughs> What the hell is he talking about? So just a note. Our sidebar, we're just talking in Celestial, so he doesn't... <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I don't know, but, I mean, look how happy he is. I know, he does look pretty happy. I know. Go just, with, just go with it, I Just guess? be happy for him. Yeah, it seems like some, I've never buddy. seen him smile like that. It's true. I mean, I'm pretty new around here, but he does look ecstatic, some might say. Yeah. All right, let's just go with it. Then. I don't have any clue what he's talking about, Tom. Uh, that was the sound of them fist bumping <laughs> for the <laughs> listening audience of this audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, Theo, you're in the corner and you're just kind of this watching. Great, <laughs> so happy, Theo. Theo. This is wonderful. I think I'm just like looking at me weird, but put start to put uh, like the pieces of the the yeah. weapon. Can I get uh, a uh, tinker's tool check? So you have a set. So that'll be, uh, you roll a d20 and then add your proficiency bonus, which I think is a plus three at this level, I want to say. Uh, right now it's plus two. It's plus two, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a seven plus two, so nine. Ooh, okay, so you do, um, now that you have all the pieces, you can put together the basic shape of this thing. Uh, as you hold it and kind of spin the barrel for the first time and snap it into place, you realize, like, this. It's you have the same problem she does. You're missing a powerful like a, a power source for this thing a bit of magicka that you can put into this weapon and finally you know have your first uh, 
I don't want to say gun, but uh, that's uh, <laughs> you're literally just one piece away at this point. Right. Uh, so it's yeah. fully the shape of a pistol. It is the yeah. shape of a pistol, um, but it's just missing that last little uh, little piece. Really bring it together. Oomph. A little bit of oomph. Yeah. So yeah, Theo just swings it around his finger and then puts it in like a holster that he's had uh, where a crossbow was. Cool. But now it's yeah the guns over there. Pretty oh, slick yeah. with that, Theo, for something you just made. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You've never just spun something? It's not hard. I don't really? have fingers. Let, let me try. You can make one. I try to spin my sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I get um, a sleight of hand check to Luga <laughs> to give a little fl- flare? Uh, can we flourish? get a loss of fin check? 17. <laughs> How do I spin cool. this sword? Look pretty damn cool. You're right, Theo. You just, See? it just goes. All right. I don't know. Did you want to spin something? I'm globetrottering the sword. You guys can just see, like, Glebnor looking at his equipment floating in his body, deciding what to spin. I mean, the hammer doesn't look that cool, but I got some daggers. Yeah, go for it. Give me a slide hand check. 20. Yo. Glebnor, <laughs> you can see that um, you uh, put two of your pseudopods in your body and just pull a bunch of knives out, and they're all just spinning at once around your pseudopods. <laughs> it looks insane. <laughs> Son, you're really good at that. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. It's amazing. Great job. Yay. Uh, Tluga, can I actually get a real quick religion check if you wouldn't mind? Twelve. Twelve. Um, as you guys are kind of just spinning your weapons around, um, you look at Theo, and as he, like, spun that gun and put it in the holster, there's just a little bit of, uh, a little bit of celestial on that. A little bit of divine as he holsters the weapon. Theo, can I can I see that real quick? Just just for like a hot minute. Sure. Uh, Theo will take it out and just. Can I get hit. like a closer look? Can I? Yeah. Can mm-hmm. I get an Arcana check? Um, if you guys have any, I don't think you guys have any spells that'll probably help in this one. <laughs> I don't think anyone has Identify in this, but uh, I don't have Identify now. Can I guidance myself? You can give yourself guidance on the Arcana. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sixteen Arcana. Back. Sixteen Arcana. Yeah. Okay. Somehow, what the hell? Glad against the whole go- yeah. odds. <laughs> Alright, and then it's a D4, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Awesome. Um, the 17. Yeah, there's just something about it. Like, when you when it goes into your hand, you can feel the magic kind of cool. Uh, but, yeah, there is this little baby spark of divinity uh, that you saw in this moment where uh, Theo held this object for the first time. And I will also say... Something about it is a little familiar to you. And it's familiar because you remember when you pulled Glebnor out of that crater two years ago. Uh, he also had like a little bit of divine energy on him. Yeah. Well, just there's just a little, a little, little baby spark of divinity between you and your friends here in this room in this moment. This is beautiful. It's a familiar smell. It's beautiful. I can't place it. Son, this is a monumental moment. Bleebly, here you go. Oh, thanks. Spins it again, puts it back. It <laughs> looks Slick. really cool, even the second time. <laughs> As I'm handing it back, I'm doing like a like a, <laughs> a little cross motion. Cross motion. Yeah. Like I, I bless this weapon in the name of the god Bleebly for Bleebly. Whoa. Shouldn't, shouldn't you be doing that in front of other people? Like it doesn't matter. Oh. It, I'm impressed. Yeah, well, I mean. Not not impressed. I'm just saying. Listen, this is a special moment. He doesn't know why, and you don't know why, and I can't really explain it right now. Just take the blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny a blessing. So 
I'm I'm really hurt. Just just go with me, son. Always, father. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I can actually get a nature check from the group real quick. Seventeen. Okay, nice. Eight. Five. Um, Glenmore, you realize it is getting late in the day. You guys have been. I'm a sundial. So yeah, you exactly. You as <laughs> once were a sundial, and you now have this almost instinct of what time of day it is. Um, you guys have been traveling, hiking, fighting. And then, yeah, you guys are much, much due for a long rest. It's getting sleepy in here, Dad. Sleepy time? Sleepy time. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys would like, you guys can uh, make camp here and go ahead and take a long rest. But I would ask, are you, anyone want to be um, doing shifts for uh, watching out? Um, you guys taking little guard shifts? Because I don't think anyone here, none of you guys are elves, none of you guys trance. So you're going to need your full, uh, a full eight. <laughs> I think all I got is my specialized. Uh... This is a secret room. Yeah, it's underneath. Yeah. Can we just shut the door sure, behind us? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Okay. Adventure. Can I... Hold on. If I go big flat and you tie me to the corners of, like, the stairs, I make a barrier and I can just, like, drift asleep because I'm tied up. Okay. So you so if to- anybody walks into Big Flat, they're going to make a big splashing noise, obviously. <laughs> of course. Of course. That will alert everyone. Gotcha. And I will feel it clearly. Perfect. Son, you're a genius. That'll work perfectly. Big Flat! <laughs> you Big Flat and block off the staircase that you would come down. Um, everyone, go ahead and take a long rest. I'd like to try and wake up before everyone else to make breakfast. <laughs> of course. For my son and uh-huh. friend, Theo. Uh, amazing. Um,. Okay, let's start with. Are you? I'm assuming you're getting ingredients from your infinite taqueria of holding. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pull up a cobbler as well. So okay. We can have a bonding moment. Yes. Perfect. Um, all right. So let's call this performance or sleight of hand. Uh, you can tell me which one. Performance will be, I think, how like fancy this breakfast looks. Sleight of hand will be, I guess, how finely chopped all of these ingredients are. So I got a plus zero to performance, but I do want it to look amazing. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go with four. Gotcha. What do we have for a performance check here? I rolled a 12. Okay. So you make a pretty nice breakfast. You guys are, even with a 12, this is free food. So you're incredibly impressed by this. Um, Glebnor, you kind of wake up um, just kind of dangling on like the, like it'd be kind of like the ceiling because it's like an attic almost. Yeah, so. I'm like a drape. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to, uh, sorry, uh, Theo, you're kind of just coming to consciousness down here. Um, and you see, you just, uh, what are you making for breakfast? What, what are they smelling? Uh, I don't know. What, what kind of stuff did I, could I have pulled out of the bag? I mean, we've really gone fully crazy with this. Two so way bag of holding uh, right to Mima. I'm saying it's a, we've decided that it is now canon. It is a two way bag of holding to Mima's kitchen where she can give you food. So if I'm letting that happen, I can't come up with all of the fake food. You maniacs have to decide right, what's right. in that bag. I'm going to some potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Make some home fries. Mm, and then right. uh, just some eggs. Just keep yeah. it simple. Yeah, you guys wake up to like a nice because with a tw- it's a twelve, so it's like a it's like a nice like dive diner breakfast. Greasy, nice oh, yeah. greasy eggs. Um, exactly what you need after a long day of adventuring and you know fighting nonsense. You know, fay all day. So perfect. Um, okay, what would you guys like to do? I would like to. You're free to explore. Float over to the food like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> okay, Daddy. Good morning, son. What a lovely breakfast you've made us. 
Thank you. Nothing but the finest for my son, best friend. Thanks, Luga. This looks great. Was Cobbler? Oh, he's on the counter. I, I made him a little plate. Excellent. Um, everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. Dan? I have a four. Watch, you know, I have a plus five to a wisdom mm-hmm. saves, and I rolled an eight. <laughs> uh, you all look over to Cobbler like, oh, maybe we'll see him eat. And you all just stare into this eldritch eye opening unblinkingly, uh, gazing into you. And uh, you all kind of kind of snap out of it for a second, and his plate's completely clean. Cobbler, you want seconds? It doesn't respond because it's a brick with no mouth. <laughs> one blinks. blink for yes, two blink for no. Okay. Um, it does one big blink. Okay. I, I give him like the scraps from my plate. Yeah, he kind of turns his little brick body so that you guys can't see it, and then it, it's all just gone inside the brick. Nature's beautiful. And I pet him. <laughs> I also pet him. Okay. Um, Chris Boyd, I'm going to need everyone, as you guys are coming up out of the basement, to give me a perception or investigation check. It's an 11. 17! Okay. 8. Um, Taluga, as you're walking out of the... Uh, little ranger hut you swing the door open and don't even notice it you just kind of keep walking forward uh Glebnor, you clock it immediately the hut is completely encased and surrounded in a wall of thorn spell um you just see these thick twisting vines are all around the hut and they've kind of just completely encircled it looks pretty spiky out there dad what that's not a weather condition look out the window i'm i'm like past the door now. Yeah, you've walked past the door and as you, like, stride down, you look up and you're just looking up at a 20-foot high thorn wall. Okay, maybe you're onto something. Sorry. (laughs) How densely packed is this thorn wall? It looks thick. But I will say, as you guys kind of walk out of the hut, um, in, uh, Toluga, where you were just, like, kind of could come to, like, the, the foot of this thorn wall, you see it begins to open. And, um, striding through with a tree stride, you can see a dryad who is holding two briar children by the scruff of their neck. Do um, we recognize these two assholes? One of them still has a like big crossbow ding in the side of his shoulder, and one is a little covered in slime still. <laughs> um, so you guys see the this dryad walks forward. This is a like uh, she's kind of has a very female shape, but she has uh, her whole body is made of wood and thorns, and uh, you can see that where her torso would turn to legs it's actually almost like a dress made of vines that connect into the thorn uh, wall behind her um, and the vines kind of come up and almost make like a little little outfit for her almost and you can see she has this kind of like crazy brambled hair uh, her skin is like made of bark and she's holding these two up and she's like well do you have anything to say to them and you see one of them is just kind of struggling. He's like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you guys. And you see, she's like, no, no. She kind of pulls it down. I am so sorry. It appears my briar children gave you boys some trouble the other day. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. That I understand children. That's my son back there. That eight foot slime. Okay. He's two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> looks over at uh, Theo. Um, did they steal anything from you? They made me drop a beautiful fish taco. Is that trying... why this one smells like that? Yeah, I was trying to <laughs> give them out. some. She kind of drops them both in front of them. Um, 
they're supposed to be helping me guard this forest, kind of dissuading any adventurers or scouts from coming out this far, but it seems that they've decided it's much more fun to trick people and take their things. Uh, I found this. This doesn't belong to any of you boys. And she holds up a, uh, like, scout satchel. Um, it kind of drops it on the ground in front of you. Do you mind if I look through? Oh, please, please, yeah. I start rifling through. Yeah, um, you kind of rummage through the bag. Uh, you can see that there is a uh, potion of poison resistance inside. Uh, one regular healing potion. Uh, a couple of rations. Um, and then you pick it up. You are holding a grenade. Um, Theo. This, this is specifically mine. <laughs> Theo, can I get an investigation check from you? How would we know what that is? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I'm holding it, so I want it. <laughs> That's a 14. Uh, you look at it. Um, this was definitely a scout's pack. Probably from the missing scouts you were sent here to find. Uh, but that grenade is 100% some Yarno tech right there. He definitely gave it to one of these scouts. Or all of them. <laughs> but uh, you can see that um, this pack that was lost or stolen. Yeah, this is a, uh, like a, I think it's called a thermal detonator grenade. But uh, yeah, it's a little thermal grenade. I think this is Yarno's uh, scout, uh, uh, his pack. The scouts we're look- looking for? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's not directly ours, but we are associated with the people. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Uh, what are you boys doing out here this far, if I might ask? Two things. We're okay. looking for the what? For our god Bleebly. Uh-huh. You know, as He's I'm a, a god. Cool, okay. aspiring god. Upstart. Just started. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And then sure. Uh, one of our his associate is looking for some missing scouts. Hmm. Okay. I think they, your friends may have come through this way before. If I had run into them before, my children here did, and she kind of like kicks at the two uh, little bride children on the ground. Um, I would have sent them on their way back home, and I, I am kind of inclined to say the same to you, but what did you mean bringing the wet? Rain. I produce my pamphlet. Mark, what's on this pamphlet? <laughs> uh, it's my standard blue blue plan- pamphlet. Okay, she kind of reads it over. He bring the wet. Bring the wet. Oh, are you here to fix the dry spirit in the woods? Oh, you betcha. That's what our oh, god is. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, Behold! Perfect. Um, I could really use some help. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm kind of attached here. And she kind of looks down, and her vines are just kind of attached to the forest here. Um, there is a loose dry spirit in that bog, and it is um, it's been traveling all around, kind of sucking all the moisture out of the trees. And I would love to take care of it, but I can only go so far as my vines could uh, can let me travel, and I'm can't get all the way into the bog. Would you be willing to handle that for me? Well, that's where we're going anyway. Oh, that is perfect. Okay, great, 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 great. Yeah, wonderful. This what wonderful. does this spirit look like? Spongesque, possibly? This is where I have to take a moment as a dungeon master and decide. Is my cool monster going to be a big stupid sponge? <laughs> <laughs> or is my cool monster going to be a cool monster? I vote yes, sponge. <laughs> I'm going to need a luck check. Dice don't fail me now. If it's a nat 20, it's two sponges. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is luck? Just do anything that would equal to a d20. Just gonna do it straight up. Yeah. An 11. Hey, it's above a 10. That's how luck checks work. <sighs> so. Oh my god, that's so insightful. Yes! Um, 
It's a, it's a dry spirit. I, I believe that the reason the bog is so haunted is at one point there was a wizard tower out that way, well before the machine uprising, and um, I think that is the remnants of whatever was going on in that tower has created some of the strange uh, necrotic energy that is all along the bog, but I have seen in the sky, um, flying and absorbing water, a ghastly sponge. Um, We're talking like rectangle kitchen sponge with googly eyes on it, right? With an 11, we are talking a kitchen sponge spirit has been flying around in my very cool swamp, absorbing all the water. Just yellow on one side and green abrasive on the other. Exactly right. (laughs) I knew it. Son, you're, you're a genius. You know, I thought I caught something last year when I was rocketing to our planet. You out remember of the that? Of, why not? Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Give me a history check with advantage. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. You do remember very vaguely and in much more like as vague concepts more than anything, rocketing toward the planet. But as you say it, she goes, oh, yeah, uh, the comet shower, right? That's you know all, it? That's when all this trouble started. Um, there oh, no. were lots of meteor showers that night. Um, and I believe that some of the the impact zones of some of those things may have, I think, maybe unearthed that wizard tower. So whatever fell in there, it definitely uh, it stirred up the necrotic magic in this area. But the, I, I will warn you all, the bog is very dangerous. And with all that energy out there from whatever the hell that wizard was working on, you should expect quite a few undead. It was a battlefield once. And there will be uh, old spirits um, inhabiting possibly the bodies of the Dreadforge out there. Lady, all I'm hearing is my cousin is out there in sponge form. Begging, yearning for family interaction. You believe that you were related to the horrible sponge spirit? Oh, my, my son. He I was also from came. one of the comets. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm, usually a dry spirit like that is created by um, a corpse being uh, not buried properly. Um, but maybe there is something to this. I think he's my cousin, Daddy. Well, let's find out. Cousin. What the? Let's not jump the gun. <laughs> Okay. But you can be hopeful. All right, so um, it is quite dangerous out there. How are all of you? Do you all breathe? <laughs> she kind of looks at Glebnor and Taluga a little confused over at Theo. Probably like, mm, you probably. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can hold my breath real long. You want to see? Sure. <sighs> he can do this for hours. Can I get a constitution saving throw? <laughs> I want to watch him turn blue. <laughs> Net 20, bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna need you to roll. I need you to roll. A D4? That's how many hours you can hold your breath. That's exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> Three. You all, um, awkwardly watched you hold your breath for three hours. There's so many times where someone's like, I mean, we could probably keep the conversation going. Everyone's like, no, no, no. Shoo, shoo, shoo. He loves this. He loves this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you were fully blue at the height of this, and you turn back into your neon green. Oh, wow. That was impressive. I think you'll probably be 
really okay in the scary poison swamp. I'm a little bit worried about your uh, two friends here, though. Um, I'm his father. Okay, That's just here. be it's quite here. careful. Um, That's my god. Bleebly. Uh, the ground will be belching up lots of poison. I'm going to uh, just real quick. I produce another pamphlet. <laughs> Please spread the word. Now you have two. Tell, okay. tell people. I don't really get a lot of visitors out here, but sure, if one comes <laughs> really? around, I could... Your dress is beautiful. Oh my God, thank you. Um, uh, Yeah, she uh, puts her hand on your shoulder. She's going to put guidance on you. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> Daddy? I don't get complimented enough. It's really tough out here for a single parent. <laughs> yeah, you know, raising these thorny, monstrous sprites has been a real pain. You know, it's tough when your son's bigger than you. I mean, in my case, they're only a few inches tall, but still, they are quite a handful. <laughs> I uh, writhe a little in excitement. I, I of, can see that. Thank of you for possible new mommy. <laughs> There's a saying in the Kuotoa village. It takes, uh, yeah, it takes a village. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, so you're all from the Druid Grove from the south? Yes. Oh. How are things there? Dry. Ah, uh, yes. So, very dry. So dry. Very, we, very we're dry. in desperate need of some wet. Okay, well, the bog is a lot less uh, wet than it once was, but you should expect it to be quite difficult to traverse it. Um, even though most of the water is drained away, uh, it is thick, heavy mud, and there's God knows what lurking around in it. Um, but I can guide you all uh, to the entrance to it now that I see that you're not here to, like, you know, cause any real trouble. Maybe help me with this giant sponge. <laughs> yeah, anything. Okay, uh, Briar children, come, come. She kind of claps her hands as the uh, right. little as kids they get together. Scuttle away, I want to whip out a couple tacos. Okay. The kids. Get... See if they'll be a little less, <laughs> a little a mess. less shitty. Yeah. Okay. Um, give me two luck checks. Okay. Try and get above 10 on both of these. Because if one is bad and one is good, they will fight over the good one. One is a 17. One's a 19. Um, Two perfect tacos come out of the bag. Um, you can tell for some reason... Mommy really worked on these two. Uh, there's little bits of shrimp and there's like a really nice aioli on them. And you see both of the two prior children grab them out of your hands. <laughs> You're all right, fish guy. <laughs> they kind of scuttle ahead. Cool. And then I take out Cobbler and I put him on my shoulder. Uh, yeah, the Cobbler kind of chills up there. Uh, I'm also going to say it now. Uh, we will let Cobbler use, um, I guess, like the cat stat block. If you want to add that as a familiar, you can go ahead and do that. Um... Yeah, he'll be your little familiar, because uh, it's funny. And I like the name Cobbler a lot. <laughs> How do I add cat uh, I believe if you go to extras, you should be able to add a familiar. You can uh, throw cat in there. <laughs> I don't want this thing getting too powerful on me, but I'll let you have it, because well, I just funny. want it as a bit. <laughs> um, hmm. All right. Um, and you see, she goes, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Ivy. And she kind of puts her uh, little bark hand out to shake everyone's hand. I produce a pseudopod. Oh, that, well, that's wet. <laughs> it, I I want to give it like a little noodle slap. Oh. Like okay. a wet towel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, son, son. Yes, father. Behave. I'm just enthusiastic. I know you're really excited. I sent some sparks. <laughs> uh, she kind of looks back a little confused. <laughs> Keeps leading you guys through the forest. And eventually, uh, you come down to the entrance to the belching bog. Um, as you guys look out, uh, you can see that uh, all of the water has almost completely evaporated from this swamp. So uh, where these kind of swamp cedar trees would normally be, um, 
pretty high up or you know right at level with water they're now kind of just like floating above um this like dry caked almost like clay like ground uh and the like the roots of these giant cedars almost kind of make a like canopy into the bog um I'm gonna let you guys know we're off the dirt rip. Um, traversing the Beltring Bog is gonna be considered difficult terrain. Uh, there is like, even though the water is almost all but dried up, every step you take into this like uh, clay ground, it kind of pull, it's a pull your boot or your feet up. Glebnor, you're looking at me like you don't have boots or feet. So what, what we got going on over there? Well, I'm an, a mass, I'm a, a mass. Yeah, okay. I would like to lobby. Uh-huh. For big flat feet, like a snowshoe so you situation. Turn, you want to turn your bottom that up until now had just been a blob uh, into two big snowshoes? Yeah, and then Theo and Daddy can jump on my back. Okay. Interesting. I'm gonna need an athletics check from you. Or in my back. Anyway, I don't like that as much. I go. <laughs> I go in my son's back. Ah! <laughs> See, so she's like, Dad, oh, uh, hold on. Um, you're just kind of... Um, I'm going to need athletics from checks from you every once in a while to keep uh, keep this up, because you will be hauling these boys. 22! Okay, yeah. So far, so good. He, he does have the mobile feet, right? Oh, interesting. Did you take mobile as your free feet on this campaign? I don't think I get mobile till later, right? Uh, go to feats. I did take mobile! Okay. Suck it. So I believe the way mobile works is if you dash, you ignore difficult terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we use the dash so that means he's just sprinting. Yeah, with the two <laughs> big gooey snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, she, uh, Ivy's like, all right, well, uh, be careful. And Glebnor, you produce these giant gooey snowshoes, essentially. Uh, Theo and Toluga, you guys are hopping on his back? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll be back. I'm going to have my back kind of like come out like a little balcony okay and they're like driving me basically okay uh and you say as you are just moving it through the bog (laughs) that is such a stupid visual i hate that (laughs) you see ivy turns to the briar children i like them Probably pretty disappointing. They're definitely going to die out there, but they were nice, right? <laughs> the proud children kind of look up, nodding, as uh, she uses trees tried to go into a tree and return back into the uh, forest of the Barstood Path. Uh, the rest of you guys are just hoofing it through the so bottom. So while we're I want to yell back to yep. Daddy. Daddy! Yes, son? Was there something going on with you in the tree? No, she's just a single mother. You got to support them. It's tough out there. I thought it sense a little... Something more. All right, son. You're too young for this talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just running. I, I lean uh, in and whisper in special. But maybe. <laughs> uh, can I get a perception check from everybody as you guys are running uh, full, full speed? speed. <laughs> <laughs> 11. 22. 17. Um, you're just full running. <laughs> You're going through trees. You're smashing into bushes. Um, you can see that, like, some, like, you know, snakes and, like, lizards are, like, darting out of the way to get out of the way of you. Um, you two notice that he is running right toward what looks like a, like, vent in the ground that is pushing up this um, kind of, like, thick, purplish-green, like, fog. Um, but he's going full speed at it. 
Uh, so you guys have like maybe one action to, to try to stop him. <laughs> you, you said like we're steering you, right? Yeah. So when I produced the um, balcony uh-huh. out of my back, okay, I imagine there was some kind of like grab bar as well for them to hold on to because I'm trucking. You are trucking. So I, I feel everything. I want to put this on record. This is a very liberal use of the pseudopod feature of a plasmoid, which just lets you wiggle an arm. <laughs> but I'm letting it happen because visually it's very funny. <laughs> so it is happening. You guys are on this grab bar. I'm going to need um, you both to give me a sleight of hand check to try to steer uh, Glebnor away from this vent. Oh, yeah. Nat 20. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. 17. What the fuck? All right. So as Glemnor is running full Daddy, speed. Daddy, take the wheel. Um, you see that um, you must have. I must, uh, with a Nat 20, you must have ridden Glemnor like this before. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what we do in the room is none of your business. So you two are basically like Jaeger pilots from Pacific Rim. <laughs> You move in perfect lockstep, so he leaps over uh, this huge vent, um, and you see, like, you would have had to make a deck save to not get hit by poison gas coming out of the ground, but Glebnor leaps through the air over it, no problem, <laughs> and lands on the other side and keeps running. That's my boy! <sighs> Thanks, Dad. I didn't see that, so... That's what I'm here for. I'm the eyes. And the Very act- athletic. Very athletic. Star athlete, this yeah. one. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> can I get um, one more group? Uh, we'll call this. You can either do uh, perception or survival, if you'd like. It's a seven survival. Okay. Nine? Okay. That's an eight perception. Okay. <laughs> you guys are all running um, full speed. Um, and at a certain point, the mud is just getting thicker and thicker. But Glenmore, you just keep hoofing it harder and harder. And then it gets to a point where you're now like waist deep up to mud. And you can't really. What? What are you looking at me for? Why? Because you don't have a waist? Is that what you're trying to say right now? <laughs> Can my show snowshoes turn into a dinghy? <laughs> you want to no. dinghy this mud? <laughs> you know what? I'm drawing the line of dinghy, okay? <laughs> You're not going to turn into a fucking fan boat <laughs> and fly through my fucking encounters. I'm not having it. At a certain point, with your horrible checks, you are now stuck in this mud for a moment. I mean, that was a 19. Uh, yeah. What, just, 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 what was the 19 for? What are you rolling for? You luck? Mean? Luck of being a dinghy? There's no there's no luck of the dinghy, okay? No, that's just you, you thinking like, man, it would be nice if we had a dinghy. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, uh, Glebnor realizes you guys are going to have to be a little bit more careful traversing this terrain. <laughs> you cannot just mech pilot your way through the belching bog. How far did we get? You got pretty far. You got pretty deep into the woods here. Toluga? Yes? Hear me out here. What if we have Glebnor get up in the tree, we hold on to him, and he swings through the trees? Barrel of monkey style. Okay. I like that. That's pretty smart. Let me try something, though. I can breathe water. Mud's kind of water. (laughs) No, it isn't. I'm a dumb fish. (laughs) There's water to make mud, I'll have you know. Yeah, where's this wet coming Uh, from? Okay. All right. I just want to dive into the mud. (laughs) Okay. Dive in that mud. What kind of check do you want to make it to be where you're going to start? I think that would probably be like a survival. Sure. Okay. 
If I survive the mud. You're going to try to jump in it, I guess. <laughs> and hit, breathe mud. Maybe kind of like make like a path through the mud for them to kind of like yeah, fall like behind a, you. Like in. an icebreak. Yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. 16? 16's good. Uh, I'll actually say, Toluga, you're kind of pushing through and you feel kind of in your element. You're like a little fish man and now you're in this big wet swamp uh your like scales have never felt so hydrated as you kind of push through this like mud you can tell too because this mud has been down here so long the sediment's real nice your skins never look better um you gotta get in here the exfoliation's crazy uh theo you look down and you realize that mud will swallow you <laughs> the second you get yeah. into it no you're kind of just on top of glebnor's head as he's kind of pushing through uh the mud still here um toluga I would like you to go ahead and add the athlete feat to your character sheet and bump that dex up. Uh, as you feel pretty strong as you're kind of pushing through. Um, you had spent some time training with uh, me and Gene, but it's starting to all kind of click uh, now that you're kind of more in your element. Um, and I'll say at a certain point, as you're kind of pushing through the mud, kind of um, making a little path for Glebnor to follow you and for Theo to kind of like just kind of ride his way through this gross wave... Um, go ahead and give me uh, Toluga. You can make a perception check uh, with advantage because you're up in front here, kind of. Perception with advantage. need that advantage. <laughs> that was a nat one. Ooh. <laughs> Into a nat 20. Okay. <laughs> you guys stop getting me with these fucking narrative nat 20s. <laughs> They're worse than combat nat 20s to me. Uh, at a certain point, as you're pushing through the mud, uh, you see footsteps. Um, uh, tracks of three uh, one a little bit uh, definitely was a little bit more um, heavy set than the others it's kind of you can see the prints here much more deeply dug in um, and then two sets of smaller ones when nat 20 I will let you know that uh, one of these footsteps belongs to a, a half orc and the other two um, look like they probably belong to kobolds um, and as you follow the, the little tracks you can see up ahead Oh, the nat 20. You can see that what looks like it must have been recently pulled out of some deep mud. Um, the first time you've ever seen a legit Dreadforge soldier. Um, caked in mud that looks like it's probably been under in this kind of deep sediment for centuries. And it looks like it's been recently pulled up out of the mud. Uh, Theo, I think I found where your boys were going and what they may have found. Can I climb down off of Glebnor and go to the Dreadforge? Yeah, go for it. Want to inspect it? Go get See if there's a, anything yeah, left. Give me a, an uh, investigation check. It's a nat 20. <laughs> Can y'all <laughs> chill the fuck out? <laughs> uh, my spooky, mysterious swamp doesn't work great when you immediately clock everything. <laughs> uh, Theo, you can tell that this thing was recently scrapped that um that scout crew found this or found it must have found like a part of it pulled it up and started dismantling it uh it's missing one of its arms and as you look at it with a nat 20 you can see this is a legitimate dreadforge uh it looks like a mechanical dwarf uh in armor almost uh, it has the kind of dimensions of a dwarf it's stocky about like four foot tall um, kind of wide and you can tell it's very heavy looks like it, they must have taken all three of them to pull it out of the sediment um, and it looks like the uh, internal mechanisms of this thing have been ripped clean. Uh, you do not find a Dreadforge heart inside this. Uh, but I will say with a nat 20, 
you look a little bit up ahead, which you hadn't really noticed because you'd run over right to the tech immediately. Mm-hmm. And you can see um, a like hunched over humanoid uh, standing over a dead kobold. And you see uh, blood all around the ground. Probably point out to you guys, um, looks like some blood over there. We might want to be careful. I'm Just on it. pointing out to where the humanoid is. Uh, and can I get a, actually get a stealth check from the group? 16! Also a 16. Um, uh, yeah, this creature doesn't notice you, but as you approach, you can see hunched over the corpse of this kobold, clearly like maybe a day or two dead. Um, there is what looks to be this putrid zombie. Uh, he's, he's covered in thick patches of mud. There's twigs and sticks kind of inside his body. And you can also see that there's like leeches all over him. Um, and he is just eating the side of this uh, cobalt's face. You can see he looks up at you at a certain point and there's just brain and viscera pouring out of his mouth. Um, and we're going to go ahead and roll initiative on the next episode of Dicey Situations. Keep it dicey! I'm dicey in here! Howdy, Glebnor here, and I just want to say thanks for listening to Dicey Situations. If you liked what you heard, make sure you come back on Friday to listen to our talkback called Situational Awareness, where we break down the episode and you get to know us, the players, a little bit better. And oh, as always, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and word of mouth actually helps a lot. So if you could tell all your friends, that would be great. Thanks again. Keep it dicey! This has been a Business Shark production.